Hello, and welcome to the Four Bronx Community Podcast. My name is Laura Levine Pinedo, and I am the founder and the director of the Four Bronx Project. My journey has led me to such amazing neighbors with such interesting stories, and I am ready to share them with you. I invite you to join us as we meet members of our community, such as small business owners and so much more. Let's support local, and let's have a cup of tea together and chat about all things community. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. Today we are joined by Rachel Miller-Williams from Midtown Physical Therapy. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, Laura. Are you ready for the cup of tea and all the tea? I am ready for a cup of tea, coffee, with a little bit of cream on top. I love it. So Rachel Miller-Williams' goal as a physical therapist is to provide empathetic, personalized, hands-on physical therapy. She supports each patient as an individual to help them return to their optimal state of wellness and function. Rachel is experienced in treating patients with a variety of dysfunctions of the upper and lower extremities, including orthopedic, post-surgical, vocational, geriatric, pediatric, cervical, and spinal dysfunction postural related dysfunction complex pain syndromes and sports related injuries rachel pioneered a manually based functional style to physical therapy utilizing a variety of treatment approaches called human touch physical therapy htpt to help balance patients wellness as a whole rachel is an expert level john f barnes myofascial release therapist a myofascial or myofascial? Because I'm like, this is very confusing. Fascia, ah! fascia, tomato, tomato. Tomato, it's, tomato. It's... <laughs> she facilitates balancing their mind-body machine utilizing the MFR paradigm and HTPT. She has taken the following MFR courses, MFRI1, MFR2, MFR3, fascial, pelvis, cervical, thoracic, myofascial unwinding, myofascial rebounding, advanced myofascial unwinding, quantum leap, fascial cranium, women's health and skill enhancement seminar. Rachel is driven by her passion for helping others heal with MFR. She assists teaching MFR classes and continues to repeat the coursework as part of her personal and professional growth. In addition to her orthopedic and manual skills, Rachel has a passion for treating pelvic health. She treats pelvic floor disorders, including pelvic pain, incontinence, and sexual pain and dysfunction. She has been trained to treat pelvic health from the Herman and Wallace Institute and John F. Barnes MFR treatment. Rachel began her career when she earned her master's degree in PT from Columbia University in 2002. Her background in high school and college sports led her to initial interest in further researching why women are more prone to ACL injury than men. Her master's thesis research studied the effects that the menstrual cycle has on ACL laxity. Rachel earned her Bachelor of Science degree in uh, Psychobiology from SUNY Binghamton. Outside of her love for teaching and and facilitating healing and wellness, Rachel enjoys inner development, strength training, weekly yoga practice, scuba diving, and enjoying quiet time with her rescue ex-racing greyhound wizard so welcome i feel so much smarter after reading that bio (laughs) i feel like oh my god is that me that's you that's all that you've done can you believe it yeah no it seems it's i'm like a little bit embarrassed why are you embarrassed oh my god you should be proud of this i'm like is i I always am like is that me you are a boss lady now (laughs) let's so you are a physical therapist and since 2002 2002 2002 so um it's just interesting. Like I, you know, I just, I speak on behalf of people that may have questions as they're listening to this. I have worked in the restaurant industry for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I'm creaking, I'm cracking, Mm -hmm. I'm all over the place. And I know a lot of people suffer pain. And so what makes Midtown Physical Therapy 
different from other physical therapists in town and where are you located in, in Riverdale? So we're located right across the street, actually, in Riverdale. We're neighbors. On, you were neighbors on Riverdale Avenue and 236th Street. Okay. And I have to say, I put my int- my way through school in the hospitality industry. So you already know the so deal. bartending, working in restaurants, working in clubs, that is something that I did for many, many years. And actually, I believe that my experience early in life in hospitality is what makes things different how we do it in Midtown Physical Therapy because we really approach healthcare from a how can we serve you vantage point. And we really look to just give customers individually what they need and listen to them, speak to them, cater to them, and give them exactly what they need so that they have a wonderful experience. So you pretty much do a bit of everything. Is there any specialty that you focus really on that you would like to speak about? Mm -hmm. So there's several specialties that we focus on. Basically, we treat all human beings with all musculoskeletal or physical conditions. Okay. You know, I haven't met anybody that isn't like, my back is creaking, my this, my that. And so what we do is we really look to optimize people's wellness. So you would come to me and we would sit down. And the first thing that I do is I listen to you. I listen to your story. I listen to your body. I listen to what your goals are. And it's such an individualized thing because everybody's life is a unique experience. Right. And so what we do is we take not even the first time that we meet, but each and every session, human touch physical therapy is really connecting on the human level. It's listening with our ears, looking with our eyes, and then using our hearts and our hands to actually treat all people and help them sometimes meet their goals and sometimes actualize goals because some people believe, you know, oh, I've been this way for 20 years or, oh, I hurt myself X amount of years ago and I'm never going to get better. So what we do is we help people make small steps and actually get towards their goals and realize that that they can make change and meet their goals no matter how how big they believe that it is. And I was in your office once. Um, You have like a lot of people coming in and out and all ages. All ages, all backgrounds, all genders. The wonderful thing is, I I say, you know, we'll treat people nine to 99, but that isn't even the boundary. So, you know, sometimes one of the things that we do treat is pelvic health. Okay. And one aspect of pelvic health is the peri-pregnancy area. So prenatal, pregnant, postnatal, because people's pelvises go through so much hormonally, physically, as they're pregnant. And when I'm treating a pregnant person, I'm actually treating two people because I'm treating the pregnant woman and I'm treating the baby. When you should charge extra, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I should charge, buy one, get one free? I should charge extra, but I feel like they're getting a bonus. They're getting a bonus. They get a twofer. You know, it's like yeah. Wednesdays at the bar. Right? I love they, it. <laughs> happy hour at Midtown Physical Therapy. Exactly. They get their twofer. So. <laughs> but then the nice thing, the wonderful thing, which is the actual bonus, is I get to be the first person that treats the baby when the baby is inside the mother then when the baby comes outside the baby and I already have a connection right and as you know I've never met too many babies that come out laughing when they're born it's a huge transition it goes from swimming inside all this beautiful warm fluid to coming out having to breathe air like being born regardless of how wonderful an experience it is is a traumatic experience for everybody sometimes even for the father (laughs) (laughs) sometimes it's hardest for the father yeah, but, anyway. but we don't need to go into that <laughs> who cares 
<laughs> I totally agree. The father's the one on the floor. I know. Out. Meanwhile, the woman's pushing out that baby. I hear you. I hear you. Um, but anyway, so again, the trauma of being born. First of all, the mother is the one that needs care. They've just had, you know, their pelvis stretched out, their uterus, everything stretched out to go through the natural birthing process. Their hormones are changing. Um, whether they choose to or not, they're going to start lactating and producing milk, and that's a big change to the system. Right. So moms need a lot of support during that transition phase, and sometimes babies do because sometimes they come out, their head isn't in the optimal position. They're, you know, Babies sometimes come out, like for lack of a better word, a little funny looking because going through the birthing canal or even during a C-section, um, sometimes things happen. The doctor sometimes has to move, and the, move the baby's head or the baby is in a funny position inside right. the the womb and um so a lot of times babies need a little newborns need a little bit of help and because I have the connection with the mom and the baby I actually get a new patient so then that's where I get the bonus and I don't have to charge extra because I just um helped bring a new patient into the I world. love it so you don't even need to be like born to be a patient of Midtown Physical Therapy no I love it it's really amazing and what happens is because we have our you know I call it the mind body machine right, right. we have our physical body and then whatever way you want to call it, we have our energetic body as well, right? Our chi, our prana, you know, in, in different cultures and different spiritualities, we call it different things, but our soul or energy. Chakra. Chakras, exactly, exactly. Right. And so when I'm, and again, when I'm working with somebody or any of my physical therapists, it's my energy in the room combining with the energy of the client, right? right. But when it's somebody who's pregnant, there's three actual energies in the room and they all kind of work together and it becomes a very, very different experience for all. It's a very intimate experience too. That's one of the cornerstones to human touch physical therapy. We have very, very intimate relationships, engagement, and that is how we make the gains and the progress because it's a safe space. Right. You can really just be authentic and the intimacy is something that happens with reciprocity. Right. So I'm open, I'm there, I'm present. Uh, and when I say I, I mean me and all of my therapists because we all practice at, with the same paradigm and the same framework is we're there, we're open, we're intimate, and it goes back and forth as a flow and an exchange. Now, when a woman has the baby, how long does she have to wait? Let's say it's vaginal delivery mm -hmm. before she can come see you for after, you know, the pelvic and. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's that's very interesting. So some doctors don't clear women for six weeks to have, you know, I'm, I don't know if you've ever heard of this before. I don't know if you, you ever do, have do sex. children or no, not. no, but when I do, I'm going to come to you and then you're going to help me push that baby out because you're so calming. Oh, and like, I feel like you'd be a good coach. Like, come on, like we got this. We got this. Well, and what I do is I prepare women. Sometimes if women are having difficult getting pregnancy, I help. We help balance their pelvises. Okay. And then during pregnancy, your body changes and goes through so much physically, hormonally. So we support women throughout their pregnancy so they feel the best they can because it is. I'm, I, I don't want to break your bubble, but it's kind of challenging to be pregnant. You know, right. like, besides just being a human in the world, like carrying around and growing and you know All cooking up a baby yeah. it's a lot of work I on yourself always, and your body I always fear being like super pregnant like in the summer I feel like that would be the worst <laughs> uh, can I tell you a secret yeah. um, when it's bad it doesn't matter what the season really? is really <laughs> but, but I just don't like to be hot as it is I'm just like imagine just like yeah. like in July like I can't but. you know what though 
the the good thing is it's mm-hmm. this beautiful process and being pregnant is just one of the amazing um, miracles yes. that happen to us as human beings and it's one of the gifts that we get as women. I always like, say it scares me because I watched my sister being born when I was 16. My mother had so I cut the cord and I always said to that's myself so beautiful there's no like you can't say oh I want a refund I don't want to go through it like you got to stay there and do it like you know like oh it hurts I'm leaving like you can't do that so I'm just yeah. like it's nervous my mother and traumatized I, me what can I tell you and I understand and again so that's one of the things we all go through traumas but what so you can look at it as your mom traumatized you maybe at 16 maybe you didn't feel ready for it right but what an amazing experience it is it you was you got to see and be there it was your sister being born it was yeah. I mean like so the the beautiful and again it's how you portray it now how you process it now and like for me it's actually almost bringing tears to my eyes really the fact that you got to be there and like help birth your sister well my mother did it purely for birth control reasons because I had a boyfriend at the time and she's like you're gonna see what's gonna happen to you if you wanna be running around like a little floozy and it worked and it worked I'm 33 what a smart mama you have she's also a healthcare professional Laura's mom good good looking out shout out good so when the woman has the baby six weeks they're recommended to wait well so again some doctors give these recommendations or protocols and if a doctor of course I'm always going to respect the medical model if there's some kind of a safety issue or whatever sometimes the doctors want the pelvis to heal they don't want internal work so if you're under the care of a doctor like a GYN um, we're going to always respect what the doctor says because we do work within the medical model however it's there's actually no real reason why you can't receive hands-on work right away and so whether if the doctor just restricts they don't want internal work you have to heal we can work with our hands outside the body and we can work with our hands inside the pelvis so there is no reason why anybody can't receive treatment immediately so you do you do vaginal pt Correct. So wow. with pelvic health, we pelvic treat health. Okay. people. Well, with anybody. So we treat people. I just people. didn't know how this worked. I'm yeah, sorry. No, okay. no, don't be sorry. It's, you okay. know what? It's great. That's the whole thing. It's about opening up these conversations right. and educating people so they I think they people understand. also could be like a little embarrassed and you know, they, they don't. So we're here talking about it. Yeah. There's but you know what? There's no nothing filters. to be embarrassed yeah. about. I just thought like you did like from the outside. Are you actually... Wow. So we are licensed, physical therapists are licensed to touch anybody on their body where they need to be touched, any muscles, any fascia, any area. And if you have additional training as a pelvic health therapist, we treat people from the outside in and we also treat people from the inside out. And again, I know you brought up being embarrassed. Yeah, people can be. You know what? If you have pain in your pelvis, you've had trauma, you have, um, you know, you're you sneeze and you pee your pants like those these are things and and those things can be embarrassing right but it's so important to know that physical therapists specifically ones that are pelvic health trained are a holistic approach that you can come and speak to them and you can actually get better it is never okay to be coughing and peeing your pants it is never okay to have pain in your pelvis it is never okay to have back pain that doesn't go away and all of those muscles and all of those things in our pelvis are so important that it is important that the practitioner listen to you right hear you be able to speak to you in a way where you know it's not embarrassing and understand 
understand that other people go through this, but the truth is it is not normal and it is okay to receive help to get better. And I also think that's why it's important to have, a, you know, it's important to have females in this business because there's a lot of women for religious purposes or they're not comfortable with a man doing this sort of, you know, this sort of exam. So that's why it's important to have a pelvic specialist that's a female in my opinion so I agree with you 100% I mean I don't care but some people do you know and that's the whole thing everybody's entitled to their own beliefs and their own framework and based on our experiences and our life I mean I actually I'll tell you I had to get through I didn't start treating pelvic health until maybe eight or ten years ago because of my own experiences with men and my own belief system and my own beliefs about my pelvis and different things and my mentor John Barnes one of his amazing things that he really says is you can only take people as far as you're willing to go yourself right and I had to work through some of my own experiences some my my own life traumas you know my mom didn't make me cut the cord but I've had my own right experience we've all had experiences of course where we've been violated for lack of a better word and they're things that imprint on us and they create our framework of how we believe in what we do or don't do in life such as I don't want a man touching me which is a valid thing and I hear you but actually we have male therapists that treat men women and all genders as well right and so we do have um you know gender uh, Again, gender is such an interesting topic in itself to bring up because we really look at it as we're all human beings. And so some of our therapists treat, most of our therapists treat all genders. And some of our therapists, I do have one male therapist, his name is Moshe, and he specifically only treats the male population or we call them people with a penis. So we we differentiate people with a penis and people with a vagina because, again, if we really want to talk about it, what's male and what's female, that's also something that, as we know, is not really one thing or another. So um, most of our therapists, um, and I don't need to tell you if I have a penis or a vagina, you can finish. Whatever, I love you anyway. (laughs) Figure it out yourself. I love you anyway. You know what's funny? One of the things we do is we use these balls to Mm -hmm. treat people. They're myofascial release balls to give people home programs. So I am, even though I'm a person with a vagina, I have so many balls, more balls than anybody ah! in the world. <laughs> and so, so it's me, Rachel, the physical therapist of the block in Riverdale. I am a person with a vagina, and trust me, I have more you balls have a than lot of anyone balls in that you know. <laughs> and what I do is I give balls out to everybody. So even it doesn't matter what you have, we are always really, really into balls with people. Okay, yes, large ones, small ones, <laughs> yeah, everything, smushy ones. Smushy Sometimes ones. they're firmer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're therapeutic. They're always therapeutic. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, I feel like we. Can all... I just like come over and just lay on that big medicine ball sometimes? Just you know like what? and just beat my back with a hammer. <laughs> well, first of all, if that's what you need, we'll give it to you. <laughs> but not really. And again, touch and and healing is there's such a range of depth of touch and in human touch physical right. therapy with myofascial release. Sometimes the touch is very very light because fascia, the connective tissue in our body, which we need to um, have mobile, open, and fluid, which is what gets tight and condensed, fascia responds actually best to low load, long duration. So sometimes our hands will be touching the patient very, very gently for a very long duration of time, three, four, five minutes in one spot. And then the tissue itself just starts to open up. Kind of like, you know, if you, have you ever made a pizza before, Laura? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. You've touched pizza dough before. Yeah. I wouldn't say professionally, my God. Yeah. (laughs) What are your toppings? (laughs) I I like just, um, cheese. I'm very basic. (laughs) 
<laughs> but you're so unbasic. I know, so but when I eat, I'm very, I'm very like, you know, five-year-old kid. But anyway. Okay. So, but when you take the pizza dough, right. right, if you have it in your hands and you try to, you know, you have to stretch it out from a ball to something big. If you do it fast and quick, what happens to the dough? Right. It gets holes in it and it breaks. It holes, yeah. Right. And you're never going to get that giant circle for, what is it, 16 or 18 inches. Right. right. But when you take the dough and you very, very slowly and gently pull on it and stretch it slow, 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 the dough itself expands and creeps and you can get a very large, wide circle. And that's what happens with fascia. That's kind of like the consistency of it in the body? It can be. So it is a fluidish tissue in our body, but what happens is with trauma, physical, energetic, emotional, it congeals and gets hard. I see. Okay. So fascia gives us our mobility, our flexibility, and it also gives us our structure. Okay. So it's wrapped around and connected to every cell in our body down to the cellular level. So it connects to our brain, our organs, our muscles, our nerves, our discs, our bones. And it's supposed to be loosey-goosey, fluid, flowy, and it gives us our structure and our mobility. So it kind of functions as both things. And what happens is when it gets damaged, it congeals and gets hard. And it hardens and hardens and tightens and tightens. And when it tightens, it pushes on the nerves, the bones, the organs, and constricts it and causes us to have arthritis, um, heart attacks, high blood pressure, herniated discs, all the diagnoses, plantar fasciitis. Oh, I have that. That's worse. Can be very, very painful. You know what, Laura? I want you to come to our office and get treated and just even one session and see how different you feel afterwards. I would love, that would be an honor. Oh my gosh. It would really be Let's record that. That would would be a real trip. Oh, that would be incredible. You'd be walking on my back now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I put on my high heel shoes. <laughs> if that's what you need. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, but I can say plantar fast is very painful. I, I do, right? And it really messes up oh. your entire day, right? Your entire day. Your entire life, right? And the thing is, the plantar fasciitis is just the tissue on, the plantar means bottom or our feet, right? right? And that's just the fascia at the bottom of your feet where it hurts. But it's connected to all the way up on your whole body. And so what happens is you may come in and say, my feet hurt, I can't walk, my legs hurt. And what we do as excuse me, physical therapist doing human touch physical therapy, we assess not only your feet, but we look at the fascia and your system in entirety, holistically. And you may actually have a restriction in that congestion and congealing even in your waist, right? Or even in- I feel in my lower back. Right, in your back. And it pulls down. It's horrible. So you may have your pain, your symptoms at your feet, where we're going to call it plantar fasciitis, but maybe your problem is your back. And so sometimes people come in, and again, I would have to examine you, right, get of your course. history. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you this for you specifically now. That's the wonderful thing about what we do is it's so individualized, is we would listen, feel, touch, understand, watch your movement. And then I would say, you know what, Laura, I know your feet are bothering you, but the real problem where you're bound down is in your back and it's pushing on the nerves in your spine which actually go in to feed your feet and so yes you're probably going to have some things that we need to balance out in your feet but a lot of it comes down to the low back which is really the back of your pelvis of your front and so it all is about a lot of things that we do is about balancing your torso and your pelvis because when that's out of alignment a lot of other things get thrown out what is the most common um, injury or area that you work with with your patients you know what 
I never treat the same thing because every single person comes in with something different. I feel like it's the back. Like the back is a big one, no? Sometimes or knees. it's well, but again, we I don't we don't look at it that way. Right. We're treating human beings, so people can come in with back pain or right. with pelvic pain or with you know I can have ten people come in my office with plantar fasciitis and foot pain. We're treating all of them different because it's not common. Every single person, like, we just use these words as a diagnosis so we can communicate about it. Okay. So I have, we have people coming in with all different types of things, whether it's musculoskeletal, back pain, knee pain, surgical pain. Um, people come in with neurological things, so um, MS, all different other kind of diagnosis. So we actually don't care. If it's something that affects your physical body, the mind-body machine, that's something that we treat in our office, and we treat the gamut of it all. When did you know in your life that you wanted to do this? That is a really good question. So um, I always knew that I wanted to be um, a healthcare. I always was somebody a healer, like a healer. Like that's inside of me, right? Okay. Like I know. I don't know if you've heard. Like I call it my witch. It's my intuition. It's my guide. It actually lives just to the left of my belly button over is here. Is that where everyone's lives? Um, that's where mine that's lives. That's where yours And lives. I think everybody's lives in different places. I don't know. Do you, do you have an intuitive side to you? I definitely do, yes. Maybe I, I have a big one. That's why I have a belly. It could be here. It could be here. It could you be know there. what, Laura? Close your eyes for a moment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I want you to just soften your shoulders, mm-hmm. soften your elbows. And the listeners can do this too, right? They could if they want to. Okay. Absolutely. Follow along with us. So go ahead and just close your eyes and soften. Feel your feet on the floor. Allow your jaw to open. And I want you to just start listening. Listen to your body. And I want you to tell me the first part of your body that's talking to you. Right here, like um, right under my, where, what do you call this? Some people call that the solar plexus area. Uh-huh. You can call right that under the your, diaphragm underneath your rib cage. Under your yeah. rib cage, yeah. Yeah. So that's the first part of your body talking to you. And I'm sure everybody might have a different answer. Right. So tell me, what did that body part say to you? It doesn't, like, I think we all have this intuition and this gut feeling. And, and that's where I feel when I, like, make choices in life, like, mm-hmm. where it comes from. That's so. your truth, right? My truth, yeah. So, yeah, so not everybody has it in the same place. So my witch, my truth, lives to the left of my belly button okay. right here. And yours, we just found like out. Like, right dead smack in you the middle. You know where yours lives. Yours lives right here. It lives between your heart and your belly button. Anyone listening, let us know where yours is. Yeah, I want to yeah. know. Like, did everybody, I, first of all, were you able to feel your truth and feel your intuition? A lot of people's intuition is in their skull, in their brain, or in their mind. Right. Um, some people's it lives in all different places in our body I'm just so happy that my plantar fasciitis didn't start talking to me can you imagine that'd be so traumatic <laughs> oh yeah it's coming from my painful heel down here no, but you know what it's though? saying go go to midtown physical therapy <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was hoping for <laughs> <laughs> no but the, well because first you had to tune into your truth right and then once you felt your solar plexus then the next question I'm going to ask you is close your eyes again let's get back in the zone all right let's get back all right everybody back in the zone. You're interviewing me right now. (laughs) We're having a conversation. Everybody get back in the zone. Back in the zone, everyone. So ready? Now, I want you to feel for you, your solar plexus, or anybody out there, feel that area that was talking to you, your truth, your guide. And then I want you to soften into that guide. And then I want you to feel the next part of your body that's talking to you. 
Go ahead, Laura. What's the next part of your body that's talking to you? My head. I'm here. And what's your head saying? No, it's just like relaxing. Oh, it's relaxing. Which it never does. So that's, yeah, it's relaxing. But I felt, I felt it like an aura here. Oh, that's awesome. Do you see auras, like the colors of them? I don't see colors, it? but I'm very big on like into it. Like I'm very big. Like if I don't like somebody, mm-hmm. I know right away. Like mm-hmm. my, my spirit energy. knows the energy right away. Mm-hmm. So I can continue to have a conversation, but I know right. this person's not for me. Right. Do you get like that? Well, so it's interesting because I, in being a person like who is, I'm deeply connected on all levels. Mm-hmm. So again, going into the mechanical and I'm trained in the medical model, right? So right. I'm deeply connected in all that ways and very grounded with my feet on the ground. But I also am deeply connected on all of my, you know, I call them extraordinary levels. So as far as my energy, seeing things, my intuition, my guide, I'm very, very strong in that aspect of myself. Also my witch. And, but as a therapist, because I engage with so many people all the time and I actually really love people, I had to learn how to be able to negotiate it and protect myself at the same way. Right. Right. And so I utilize tools where, and I know energy, you can perceive it as, you know, it's a bad energy or some people call it dark or light or positive or negative. I actually learned over the years that energy is just energy, right? Your energy is yours. My energy is mine. And when we're together, they're going to exchange and mix. And then at the end of the day, we just walk away and they separate. Right. So I've actually, I have developed a skill set where for the most part, and I'm not, I'm a human being just like everybody else, just like you, where sometimes other people's energy can really throw me. But I know that it's not, I'm not being grounded in my power. It means I need to do some more work on myself because if I'm really strong, grounded mm-hmm. and in my own space and energy, like being authentic. Right. Anybody else's energy, I can help and body and anything else, right? Because we look at it, the mind-body machine. I can kind of work with and have a positive exchange. So my goal is regardless of where I meet somebody, and I feel it too, and I can just say like, you know, somebody like... You feel like if, if you've ever felt like you're with somebody and it just feels toxic or heavy, mm-hmm. I won't let them touch me because I feel like I'm not on your level yet and I'm just like, I don't want this in me like I feel like the left side is like that's why I always wear this bracelet here on my left I love it to protect um do you have anything that you so for me one of there's so many different protective things in life and for me I don't know if you see my hair like purple is and so me I'm really into colors as one of my things and purple is a very powerful protective thing and I learned that once because many many years ago I was treating a patient and I was working with them and so connected my hands on them whatever and I felt whatever came out of them normally just goes out into the universe so when you're helping people um, on a physical and energetic level you release the tissue and then whatever kind of stored energy any kind of congestion it comes out and it just goes out into the universe right Right. but if you're connected to them physically it I actually felt it it came into my hands into my heart and it threw my whole jaw out of alignment like literally at that moment I felt it and it went and my entire like TMJ they call it my entire jaw it fell it fell off the track I could barely even speak I had pain and the person, my patient, was so grateful because they had such a release. Their body opened up. Their whatever they were working through really opened up. And then, but 
I got injured. And so I, it, it actually took me like three months to kind of work through wow. that injury, rebalance myself. And in that process, so I had to go through the physical, you know, I had, I went, I went very traditional and holistic because that's what it is. So I went with the Western model and right. with um, hands on and because it was a physical problem that I had. And um, when I was able to have support and heal and have others help me heal from my injury in that process I really learned a lot of tools because the real thing that happened was either I was engaged so hard much or I was working too hard that I took on something that wasn't mine to take on in a very right. physical manifestation and at that point I really learned I think it was um I was working along there was a chiropractor in my office or a massage therapist I don't remember their um licensure but they introduced me to the power and purple has always been a really important color for me and purple can be a very healing shielding color and it's right. a very powerful color right it's like royalty time. too yeah exactly exactly yeah. and so at that point I really connected with it and I used um envisioning and mental um things to prepare myself wash myself in purple when I didn't feel strong I oh I actually here's a trick I, I used to wear purple underpants oh god <laughs> so I, I love it very close but now I keep it on the outside I love it (laughs) now now they're not purple anymore but you know so I always kept that color and for me it ended up being very powerful and shielding and just was one tool and for everybody it's about learning tools that work for you right and what we do as physical therapists we teach you tools that you may not really know about that can help you optimize your wellness I want to ask you a question that maybe some women are listening to this and they don't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. if a woman experiences pain during intercourse Mm -hmm. this is not normal correct not normal. So what could that be? Maybe like the pelvic, like, you know, sometimes you feel like pain in your stomach or, Mm -hmm. I mean, assuming that they're not married to a horse, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, because there are mechanical things that can be going on. Right. But regardless of, and again, if you are married to a horse, that's, God bless. (laughs) (laughs) If you're divorcing, let me know. No, okay. (laughs) No, but, um, but, Again, right? So intimacy, it's there's it's so multifactorial, right? Right. So what is your partner? And again, it doesn't matter if your partner what gender your partner is, what whatever's being inserted into you, right? Right. Like what is the size? What's the velocity? Where is it hurting when it happens? Is it happening? So we go through a full history. I want to know mechanically what's going on. I also want to know about your history, right? Have you just given birth? What are the things you've experienced in right. life? Have you had other traumas in your life and so I wanted so I wish I could give you one answer and say yep all you have to do is because you can get pelvic pain right a lot of people have pelvic pain and a lot of people they do have pain with intercourse and they think that it's normal but it's not normal and it's not healthy so if you have that you should definitely get checked out OBGYN right come to a PT or physical therapy and we actually have direct access so you can actually come to a physical therapist in New York without seeing a doctor first so if you have pain with intercourse you can just give us a call make an appointment we'll take your history so we are primary health care providers right and we can be the first person okay now 
if we take your history and we see, um, you know, oh, maybe there's some kind of infection going on, if it is a medical issue, we will then refer, refer. you to a doctor and make sure a doctor takes care of those things because we have enough experience that if you have an infection going on, <clears throat> the physical therapy isn't going to be the only answer. You may need other interventions, right? Yeah. If it is a physical thing mm -hmm. going on, if there's tight areas in your pelvis that have restrictions like the fascia or the muscles, what we do is we loosen them up with our hands and with tools and show you your own tools to take home to loosen them up yourself. And then we balance out any tight areas that are um, too tight and we look at areas that may be too weak because it's about the balance and any areas that are too weak we help you engage and retrain so that everything functions together and that way during intercourse when the areas are supposed to get loosened right, right. they can loosen and the muscles can all function appropriately so that it's not painful and the other thing is also right it's also about lubrication during intercourse right. so some people like I've had people come and tell me you know I used to be able to have uh, intimacy and orgasm with my, my partner for X amount of time and then all of a sudden one day it stopped. Why? I don't know. I can't have an orgasm anymore. And so it's about really diving deep, understanding people's real real problem, getting to the root of it, right. and being able to open up the body on all levels and have the mind be able to be present for all of those things to function appropriately. Wow. I just think the message here is if you're having pain, no matter where it is, it's not a normal way to go about life having this pain. So there are there is a remedy for this right. and get it checked out like what's the worst that can happen just go and get a consultation and right? we have fun anyway and you so. have fun <laughs> I'll never forget I, it's ha really hard for me to become embarrassed about anything but it was just a funny I don't even think you know the story I did a small business spotlight for Midtown Physical Therapy mm -hmm. like a few months ago so before we do the video I always have a prop in the beginning introducing the business so I went to an accountant I have a big calculator I try, try to have fun so for you I went into the office you were in there yet so I'm like what prop can I bring outside to the storefront so I brought the spine uh -huh. it was like a, what do you call that it's like a pelvic and spine yeah, it's the whole spine yeah so I had this mother and like little girl walking by I, did I tell you this no I never heard this story I'm so excited. I had this mother she was and the daughter was like maybe four or five years old and she's like mommy why is that lady holding a skeleton without a head <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh no, the head is inside, don't worry. Like, she was so like, oh my goodness. I'm like, no, it's just, and the mom's like, it's a spine, honey, it's a spine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So funny, I just thought that was cute. And it had the base of the skull attached, yeah, but it didn't have it the whole so head. Yeah, it was so cute. Maybe man. you should put that thing outside for Halloween. There you go. Yeah, well, we use some of our, some because, you know, the bones, the different things, those are great decorations yeah. for Halloween, and they're I want, fun. I want to speak to you a little bit now about Riverdale briefly. Um, you were a sponsor for Riverdale Pride that we that I organized. I want to thank you for that. You brought oh, uh, Coach Cat, uh -huh. and the two of you you did like um, mini massage sessions. Yeah, we did some hands-on work with people. Hands-on yeah, work, hands and people work. loved it. It was so wonderful to engage with the community, get to meet people, and even in those fifteen minutes sitting in this festival, like to be able to make change in people and get people to say, "Wow, I feel so different." And so it was such a fulfilling one. And you did everyone the community board. I saw elected officials there. I saw everybody was there getting a massage. Again, I'll put my hands on anybody. It doesn't You're matter. You're the only one who can calm down anybody here in town. <laughs> I don't make guarantees on that, but it's not about being calm. It's about being relaxed, authentic, authentic, and being who you are. So some people are more calm than others. Some people are more energetic. Ah! Ah! Hello! You know, I happen to be 
be one of those energetic type of people. Where are you from originally? So I grew up on the South Shore of Long Island, actually. I can hear that yes. in the voice. South Shore, baby. You cover it up very, like, you cover it up well, but you can hear it sometimes. Well, but it comes out depending I love on it. who I'm with. Yeah, no, I mean, I grew up, like, very blue collar, like, oh, very, love you it. know. I actually grew up, I went to Farmingdale High School, but uh-huh. I grew up in Massapequa Park, like, where the, the new, the, uh, it's infamous now for the Gilgo Beach murderer. I grew up, like, 10 oh, months great. away from him. Yay! I was like, driving by Amityville. I'm like, oh, great. Let me not stop there. I do not want my car breaking down here. Seriously. You know what? Actually, for some reason, um, all this horror and stuff, it brought me back to pain for a second. And I want to tell you one thing, though, that that is also, I just processed it like a few minutes later with pain. Pain is actually a signal. And so some people are like, I don't want any pain. Pain is bad. But what what you have to see, just like anything else, like energy we talked about, it's not bad or good. It just is what it is. And mm-hmm. one thing with pain is it's a signal. And you have to listen to that signal. And if pain gets worse and worse and worse, that's a signal that is telling you, you've got a bigger problem going on, right? And what the thing is with pain, I don't think people should be scared of pain, but they should listen to pain and be aware of it and know that just like a stop light, right? Red, yellow, and green. Pain is a signal. And when you listen to pain, that it's indicating that there is something going on, the sooner and the quieter the pain is and you listen, the better that you can remedy and give yourself like balanced wellness. You're and not so even going to believe scared. me while you were speaking about this. You see these computer screens are turned off here, right? Uh-huh. We're not even near them. Right. That one just... Sh- came on and it was like bright purple and then it went off that never happens I believe you just right now I swear right I, now wait I believe you yeah yeah no it was purple I'm like because everything in here is red I understand KRBC is red that thing just lit up purple so yeah. that's isn't isn't, isn't life something? amazing and then it's it really amazing it really is well and that's the thing with life and that's why also purple is so powerful because the life source right our blood our arteries our veins it's blue and it's red blue and red and purple. what happens when you mix blue and red and the most the the balance in the middle is purple and purple is one of again for me as a physical therapist a body worker somebody in science medical right. and somebody also who operates in the extraordinary world you know and recognizes that is the purple is that beautiful blend and finding that middle ground for everybody and getting that balance is so important. So let's change everything to purple. Purple. <laughs> I don't know if Tracy, the executive director, I don't know if she loves red. No, I um, know. And I love Tracy. She's, she's so, so amazing. She is. Like working alongside her and being part of it. Let's just paint the walls now. She's not gonna. She's away for the weekend. She'll be back Monday. She'll go to the purple am office. I down. Good. Ah! And that's really good shoulder mobility and okay. strengthening. So that'll be good for your back, too. <laughs> I want to speak a little bit about Riverdale really quick. Um, what are some businesses that you would like to shout out? Where do you go for dinner? Things like that. Oh, man. There are so many. I always say, like, I've been in Riverdale for so long. I lived in Riverdale for a long time. I moved to Westchester now for my family for all different reasons. But um, Riverdale has so many amazing businesses from Sales of Soho on the corner. Like, Mario is amazing. He's always been. Like, even DJ Drugs, like Roman and DJ Drugs, like, they are so community-based. They really also have a balanced approach. So you can get your medicines, your drugs there, and you can go ahead and get homeopathy and different things and right. they're always friendly and they're always willing to like help a neighbor out um, Larry there, the there lo- are neighbors here yeah. not next door yeah. Larry the locksmith uh-huh. they, Sarah and all of them over there like I I, I mean those are just a few people I'm going to leave so many people out Artists and Coffee Coach Cat oh wait Female Fight Club Female in, Fight I Club I Northern Riverdale uh, Joanna like what she's building in Northern it's Riverdale amazing. and bringing Northern and Southern Riverdale together and just bringing our community together I mean there are so many amazing 
amazing, amazing businesses. Tobala, I mean, you like oh that? My, they have great cocktails. Oh my god! I mean, I'm a physical therapist. I'm not really supposed to talk about it, but I like a little tequila every now and again. And my goodness, they make a they have really, the, it's the real really, deal, really real deal, like a hundred times in them fold. So like Riverdale has such amazing little gems. Um, and but I, oh, Liebman's Deli. I mean, oh. you know, oh, <laughs> I like a good pastrami sandwich, girl. <laughs> What's one thing that you feel? Riverdale could work on to improve? Hmm. You know, I think that Riverdale just needs to keep coming together as a community. The beautiful thing about Riverdale is we have so many different pockets of communities here. Right. And the thing is that's beautiful is people are within their communities, but bringing all the communities together. And I think the more that we work together and the more we collaborate and the more we just work as human beings, like I love partnering, like whether it's some like at the Y and not for profit or with some of the religious institutions or with some of the local businesses or with some of the not for profits. And the more we can really come together as a community to support each other as a whole, um, because sometimes I feel like Riverdale does have its own little fractions it's and very separated and is yes. divided based yes. on based on all different things which we don't need to get into but no it, no that'll be is. another five hour conversation <laughs> no I don't want to get into the <laughs> I'm neutral I'm a healthcare provider but no Riverdale can be divided by a lot of different um, factors within the community and I think that the more we all come together and right. just support the place that we live whether it's the restaurants whether it's the businesses whether it's the people because it's such a beautiful place I mean we have from nature the water we're so close to the city. We're so close to Westchester. We have schools here. We have highly educated people here. We have interesting people here. We really we have, have the best here. of everything. It, Riverdale is such a beautiful community, and I lived here for many, many years. And when I left here, I, I, I always, again, I will never leave Riverdale because a big piece of my heart is here. Right. And so even though like I'm from Long Island, like Riverdale is one of the places that really has my heart, and I'm really invested in the community because it is such an amazing, amazing community. So we're going to wrap up. Let us know where can we find out if we want to come to see you like give us the info for Midtown for sure so Midtown Physical Therapy in the Bronx is located at 3534 Riverdale Avenue it's Riverdale Avenue and 236th Street and I also am, have opened up into a new community I'm on the Upper West Side of Manhattan also and it's been amazing serving the community there I started my business in Manhattan and now closed it down for a while to just be in Riverdale and now I'm expanding to provide people services on the Upper West Side and that's at 130 West 78th Street, right near the Museum of Natural History. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so we're servicing people with our same sentiment, with our same drive, with our same open hearts, open hands, and we're really helping people to function as best they can in the Bronx here in Riverdale and on the Upper West You can Side totally go to the Museum of Natural History and look at the skeletons and be like, yeah, that person didn't have good posture. <laughs> <laughs> that dinosaur, that T-Rex. <laughs> I understand. Completely. You know what? Don't even say a word, but I'm just going to say it. I think the Riverdale community is better than Upper West Side. But that's just me. I'm a little indifferent here, but don't answer that. I'm so not going to say anything. Your website, your Instagram. It's www.midtownpt.com. Uh -huh. And Instagram is at Midtown Physical Therapy. And if you know me personally, my personal Instagram is Omniscient Witch. Uh -huh. But I only let you in if I've met you before. So you got to be special to get into that one. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for coming and taking time out of your day um, to join us. Thank you, uh, Rachel Miller-Williams, for joining us. And please check out and support Midtown Physical Therapy. Until next time. 
Well, friends, that wraps up another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, email me today at laura4bronx at gmail.com. Join us next time. Bye.